besties, welcome back or to the public private story where I share my inner thoughts and feelings with people who care enough to listen. Now, as you guys may know, I'm pretty sure everybody consumes media at some point in their life or they do it on a day-to-day basis, hour-to-hour basis, minute-to-minute basis, to be honest. I know I do. But one thing about that, like you're listening to media right now, this counts, I guess, I hope. Oh, well. But... One thing about the media is that when people consume it, it changes the way they think or influences them in certain ways. And that's why representation in media is so important. Because if you don't see yourself in the media you're consuming, you could feel some sort of way. I feel like media should be re- representing, rem- rep- I can't speak, represented realistically for everybody to resonate with what they're seeing, what they're consuming. So today I'm going to talk with a few guests, a few people, about the recurring theme of some negative representation in the media, in like films, movies, music, whatever. So I have one person here, if you'd like to introduce yourself. She's been here a few times, a lot of times, actually. Please. Hey guys, I'm Chloe. Uh, Very nice to be back. I'm a big fan of the public-private story, so you know, this is great for me. Very exciting. Thank you. I'm glad you're here because I love your ideas. When we do features, it's like your ideas bounce off of mine and I bounce off of yours and it just flows really well. So Yes, exactly. The I'm chemistry excited. is there. Yes, 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 as it should be. Perfect. So, one thing in particular I want to talk about because one main form of media that a lot of people consume is television, film, movies, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of that, Chloe herself and somebody who's featured later in the episode as well, they have their own podcast if you'd like to talk about that stop i love you um any opportunity for a plug so i'm one of the co-hosts along with um my dear friends eddie and josiah of the real pod um we talk about anything movies tv shows just whatever's trending um so yeah we just discuss them give our opinions on literally anything so if you want to listen we're the real pod on all major podcasting platforms and you can find us on instagram at the underscore real pod all lowercase so speaking of films and movies what type no no disregard (laughs) it's okay take your time okay my brain isn't braining i thought she was brain (laughs) Some thoughts not thoughting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a good question. I have a good question. Okay, okay. When watching films, movies, television, blah, 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 what, how do you feel when you see yourself represent, represented accurately on the screen? Um. Well, this is actually a really good question. I know those instances where I feel that um, I, I'm a black girl. Okay, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't know what I look like, but I am. <laughs> so I think a lot of instances, the instances where I actually am, I feel that I'm accurately represented on the screen are unfortunately few and far between. But I know that like when I feel like they nail a character, it's just, it's such a sense of like pride and happiness because like it's, it's um unfortunately like, I never really see myself accurately represented on the screen and stuff like that. So when I finally find a character that I think I can relate to and they look like me and I actually really like them, I get so excited. And especially knowing like what that would mean for um, little kids watching. Like I know when I was younger and 
I would definitely go through the whole thing, like a bunch of other um, black kids and other minority kids, like all the POCs, like not having that one character that looks like you on the screen was always tough, right? Or like only having that one kid and they're so stereotypical or like you go to the store and there's only that one Barbie that looks like you and even so is barely like growing up with stuff like that is always so sad. So like whenever I see it accurately, I'm like, yes, this is so exciting, you know? Yeah, it's like a breakthrough because I remember when I was younger, my mother would only let me buy the black Barbie dolls because if I got a white one, she'd be like, that's not what you look like. And I was like, but there aren't a lot that that look like me. And she's like, I know. So I had like 36 Nikki's. Please. And then when Tiana, the -hmm. Disney princess Tiana, when she had her own movie, I was obsessed. I was obsessed. And then they like Disney for their Disney princesses, they come out with dolls. So I was like, finally, Nikki has a friend. I'm not alone anymore. <laughs> no, my so God. I was I was really excited. But then again, one thing like seeing representation, accurate representation that represents me or represents minorities in general, because we're we're sticking together, fighting against the oppressors as we should. Right. When I see that, it's like yay but then when it's not so accurate it's like this this doesn't sit right with me because a lot of the inaccurate ones they use the same things like the loud black girl with the hoops and the loud gum always clapping hot cheeto girl those kinds of things and it's like you're using the same things over and over i'm tired i'm tired Mm -hmm. most definitely and not to plug my podcast again but we were just recording an episode on um the queen's gambit and we were talking about how there's there's this other stereotype in the media often of almost like the modern day mammy right where like a black character character will only serve its purpose to like um help a white character through something or take care of them and so like they Mm -hmm. only exist in relation to that white character so like we'll never hear about their story or their life like they solely exist for the white character and then um on almost the flip side of it like they'll act as a spiritual guide for them too like we see this one a lot um i think in disney movies especially actually where you could see a black um character only exist to like help guide the white character into like a spiritual awakening or like they use all these african tribal things i put that in air quotes by the way because african that's a reach but they Mm -hmm. use all these like mystical things to like help them find themselves and that's another standard that we see perpetuated so often like i think it's just so awful to see like the only time a black character is ever like put on the screen it's only ever like to help the white character they can't even be a character in and of themselves or like even when they are just like you were saying they feel that such a stereotypical role and like i see it especially too like um i think for black women they never really give us the opportunity to be like soft or like show our emotions like i think um one of the big stereotypes for black women and black men too actually is that we're always strong like we never share our emotions and we never break down and like oh we always have to have our backs and stuff like that but I don't think that's really realistic you know like nobody can be strong 24 7 so I hate that that's perpetuated so often right because like for me I know it kind of reinforces the idea like oh I should be like that when it's I don't have to be you know like I can definitely just show my emotions and be sad if I need to and I don't always need to be so strong you know 
Exactly. Like when you see that type of inaccuracy, like like you said, for little kids, they're looking at this. They're like, wait, is that how I'm supposed to act because I'm like this? You could confuse them. You could have a negative effect on them. And then what you were saying with Disney, well, well, yeah, with Disney and like black characters usually just existing to serve the white character. I feel like you see that a lot when it comes to Disney. Like Disney, Disney, there's a lot of issues with Disney and representation. But one example is in like the Disney shows, Austin and Allie, Good Luck Charlie, um, shows like that. Not black characters specifically, but in in some of them, it's like the minority best friend is either she's usually bigger she um she's a minority and then she serves the main white character and it's like she's not used for anything else you never get insight into her backstory or her personal struggles or if they do go to her personal struggles struggles it's always about her being plus sized like give me some more give some more please yeah she's always like super sassy has an attitude really loud Mm -hmm. like Y'all can, you can write a different character. It's okay. I know Disney, like, I can't speak on it as much for other POC, because obviously I'm not them. But, like, you see it with other shows, too. Like, oh, the really smart Asian character. Like, the Indian character with the heavy accent. All this other stuff, too. And it's like, this is unoriginal. Give me something new. Something fresh. Like, I'm not, these standards are old. They're boring. They're played out. Like, Mm -hmm. a character can exist as a POC without them, like, that being their central plot and this is something i recognize in a lot of media too like i get not angry but like i'm so tired of people forcing in like racism when a character is simply just existing and it it makes me especially angry when i like look up the writers and find out that they're all white like do they realize that black people can exist without like or any poc for that matter can exist and like their central struggles aren't gonna always be racism like we have other things going on in our lives like yeah um i am a black woman so i'm bound to face discrimination and that's an issue that i will face undeniably but i have other stuff going on in my life like i have issues with school i have stuff with my friends like i'm not simply black and that's like my only personality trait so when I see that in media too I'm like this is boring I just want to see some black people and some POC being happy Hmm? can't they have problems that exist outside of their race because like they're always so poorly done too and I'm like I don't want to see this you know exactly one thing when you were talking about the really smart Asian and the Indian character with the heavy accent one thing that I forgot to mention, Jesse, that show, okay, yes, so I loved that show when I was younger, but they literally had every single stereotype in the book. The blonde, um, the blonde, the white blonde who didn't know anything, very dumb, not smart at all, the, um, the angry black girl, sassy black girl, the Indian with the heavy accent, and then when they had their spinoff bunk. They had that southern Texas girl with the accent that didn't know anything. Was very yeehaw pigs, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And then they had the Asian, the really smart Asian girl whose mother was very, oh, you need to learn this. You need to be top of your game. And then they mm-hmm. had the smelly Hispanic kid. Like, what's up with that? The, yeah, exactly. Like, like, not every single minority, not every single oppressed group acts like that. And I don't even know where they got that from. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's, like, especially problematic coming out of Disney because, like, um, obviously not every single TV show um, is for kids. So, like, 
I don't want to say they could get away with it to a degree because adults still need representation. Teens still need representation. Like, it still means a lot to see yourself on the screen. But, like, I think it's especially problematic for Disney because kids are so malleable when they're young, right? Like, they pick up so much of what they learn, like, from the TV shows that they love and stuff, right? So when you're presenting all these stereotypes to kids, they're bound to internalize them as they grow up. And it's, like, out of their control like, they, they're not even doing it on purpose. So I think um, TV shows and stuff like that should really make an effort to be more diverse and show those kids represented on screen. And it's not even just for POC kids, too. Like, um, other minority groups, like, um, like uh, disabled people. You There's barely any disabled people on television. And I think a part of that is just because a lot of the time to disabilities treated as such a taboo. But, like this is the time to like show kids it's okay like it makes all the world of difference to see yourself on the screen and be like oh wow like a character I love so much is like me too like and I again I think a lot of that comes from like the writers being white able-bodied like cis like because like how could you understand you'll never know what it's like to see yourself represented on that screen because they're represented everywhere like that you can't watch a single practically a single tv show or movie without like being able to find that white character that's like you you and you have options too like um I talk about this all the time with like my other POC friends like when we put on a tv show there was the one character and they just had to be your favorite character because they were your only (laughs) option but like the white kids they had that that ability to be like oh yeah they could go into it with like the colors and I mean or not the colors but the characters like I don't mean for this to sound weird but like um I talk about it with my black friends all the time right like when we were younger and we would watch like what was the show Disney Junior or something like that we would talk about like oh yeah our favorite character was this character because they were black period and it wasn't there wasn't any account for personality they're funny nothing black period because that's like that's how much it meant to see yourself on screen like they're automatically your favorite because they were just black right and you just didn't have any other options which is so frustrating I'm I'm sorry to go on such a tangent but like I don't think people understand to what degree it's so important to see yourself represented because I remember that I remember back in the day not even back in the day we're old oh my gosh but, like, a while ago when we were younger, Please. we were watching shows on Disney Channel, Disney Junior, all of that. And I vaguely remember this one conversation. I was with a group of people, and I was like, oh, my favorite character is so-and-so. And they're like, why? And I was like, oh, because I like the character character. You have to like the other character, because the other character is black, and so are you. And I was like, wait. Right. Wait. <laughs> Yesterday, and the way that's, like... Yeah, like, the way that's not even a unique experience, too. Like, the way that there's so... I bet, like, I these are conversations I would be having with my friend group, but I bet I could be a random kid from across the country, another POC, and it would be a shared experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the way that it's not even unique is so frustrating, but still, like, we have to fight people so hard simply to see ourselves. Like, not e- we're not even asking for much. We're not trying to be, like, every single movie better have an entirely... POC cast like we're literally like I just want to see myself on the screen and I want my issues to be more than that of my race you know yes yesterday earlier about white um white able I don't know how to tell the stories 
of people of color because they don't experience those kinds of things. To elaborate on that, it's kind of like how some people who are middle age, older, or people who don't have access to teenagers, when they try to write teenage stories, like yesterday when I was listening to you guys' podcast for um for the Ginny and Georgia episode, how they were not cor- correctly representing the high school experience. They were doing like awkward, weird stuff that made no sense that no high schooler in their right mind would actually do because they don't know what it's like. Well, they did know what it's like a long time ago, but like times changed. So it, it kind of makes sense what you were saying how white writers don't know how to tell the story of people of color yeah and like I will I will literally take any opportunity to talk about this but we have got to end the virus of letting old white people uh write stories about or white old able-bodied people like cis like I'm talking privileged people they have got to stop writing the stories for POC or any other minority or teenagers because they don't get it right and it's so it's because like especially with Ginny and Georgia I feel they were just like they were in the wrong time period you know I feel like that one might have been millennials or just like some more middle-aged so they're kind of stuck in their teenage (laughs) years like people don't talk like that anymore and it's so it's like awful to see on the screen because it's just cringy like girl people haven't worn shirts that said hashtag mood in like four years okay it's time to move on right and like every I feel like every single race situation that's ever presented is like oh they said like one white character said something about them being ghetto or like the police stopped them and I was like yes these things happen but like be more original something new actually don't do it at all I don't want to hear it unless it's from a black person please because y'all y'all I know y'all I know and what I was saying before like the other um for other POC like the smart Asian like that stuff is so boring it's so played out like if you're going to represent it because i feel like it is important to still show that these things happen despite me thinking that it shouldn't be their main character point because i don't like y'all it's not always like this so i don't know why we are continuing to let people that have never experienced these things once in their life write these scenes but it has got to stop it has got to stop exactly so we touched on the problematic parts of disney already like a little bit but one thing I want to go into, like, they have this thing. Well, other companies probably also do this, but I noticed it most in Disney. Because movies that I've consumed are Disney princess movies or Disney movies in general. Like, things centered around Disney, Pixar, all of that. But two things that I wanted to talk about was um, how they have this thing, like, this recurring theme where if they happen to have a Black character, a Black main character, they love to turn it into turn them into something that's not black like how you guys are talking about in soul they turn him into like a ghost thing right or i don't i didn't watch the movie yet but yeah they turned him into a ghost they turned tiana and naveen into frogs what was that about just yeah exactly black the whole and then lion king me and eddie were talking about lion king lion king is supposed to be an african african um set film they're all lions they're all animals yeah them actually being black and then yeah disney also does the whole the their disney villains are often based off of they have ethnically jewish features Mm -hmm. and apparently walt disney was 
very about that. So <laughs> yeah, um, I know Eddie in particular. Like you said, he's gonna be featured on later. Um, Eddie has a lot to say about that one, so I'll let him take over like the Jewish one. But definitely what you were saying, like, it's such a common theme throughout movies and um, that involve Black characters, and not even just Black, but, like, POC in general, to, oh, like, Brother Bear. That was another one that I remembered. But they weren't Black. They were just, yeah, (laughs) POC. Like, we can see that even when we do get that representation, they don't even remain that POC, right? So, like, we see ourselves as like, oh, wow, we finally get on. Oh, never mind. They're a weird soul thing. Or, oh, okay. They're a frog now. Or, oh, they're a bear. Okay. Um, and, oh, they were never even people. Like, stuff like that. It just, after a certain point, you have to realize, recognize how ridiculous it is. And then people that have the audacity to try and tell me, like, oh, you know, you look at soul, the the blacks are there. Like, he wasn't even black for most of the movie. Like, I'm telling y'all, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. At this point, like, it is 2021. If y'all are still doing this, um, I don't know what to tell you. You've just got to do better. Reevaluate your choices. Take some time. Look at yourself in the mirror. Do better. Because I'm tired. I know you're tired. I know y'all at home are tired. Like, come on now. Exactly. They're so worried about misrepresenting. Well, they're probably not worried based on what we've seen already. But if they were worried about misrepresenting, they should at least have, like, like people of color for a consultation or to talk to them about their experiences so they can correctly represent that through the story they're trying to tell. Literally. Or just hire the POC you're representing mm-hmm. as the writer. Mm-hmm. I will never not talk about this because it's so fresh. Like, I was watching a video. I don't even remember. I think it was on Emily in Paris, actually, which is a whole other topic. We're not going to get into it. But um, the person in the video was going on and saying how, like, um, a lot of the time when we have, like, POC characters and they're saying, um, not necessarily racist, but, like, stereotypical lines, um, a lot of the time, like, we can consume that and be like, oh, yeah, it's fine because they're a member of that race. But, like, when you start to think about it and you're like, they're just an actor, they're delivering lines, and the things that they're saying were written by, like, these white people, right? White people. So, like, it's not even, like, an, an Asian person or a Black person saying these things. It's a white writer that is, or it's a, the actors parroting the things that the white writers were saying behind the scenes. And, like, the minute that you realize that and you start to, like, look for that in TV shows and movies and stuff, you just realize, like, how much of an issue it actually is. Like, and I think that can contribute to a lot of, like, um, the misrepresentation. Like, it, like I'm saying, it's coming from people that don't understand what it's like. So, like, the minute you realize that, you just realize, like, oh, my God, all of these things, like, all these characters have been saying in these movies, like, that's really messed up. They're not saying that. Like, these are some awful stereotypes coming out of the mouths of, like, a room full of middle-aged white writers that probably don't have anything better to do. Like, like, literally, it's so frustrating to think about. Exactly. Like, there was this one show on Netflix that unfortunately got canceled because I really enjoyed it. But there were some things about it. It was called One Day at a Time. I have Stop, a few... it got canceled? It got canceled, but it's on, like, oh my regular God. television now. But I don't know what wow. channel, because they didn't say anything. Wow, but okay. It's it centers around a, a Cuban family. And mm-hmm. I have a few Cuban friends, so I was like, oh, you guys should watch this show. I was like, I wanted to see if it's accurate, because, you know, Hollywood is not good at accuracy. So 
apparently they're like, oh yeah, this is accurate. I like this. I like this. Um, I like this show. I can really resonate with it. But then it turned out, I don't know about the writers. I never really looked into it. But a majority of the cast itself, they're just Puerto Rican actors. They're not. They're not even actually Cuban. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, wait. So so why are they doing this? Why don't they have Cuban actors? Mm-hmm. So it's more. It's represented correctly. Yeah, and they do that a lot with um, animated movies, especially. Like, um, you go into the, like, the voice actors, like, you find out who voiced these characters, and you look, and you're like, they're not even black. Like, um, I I remember when I learned this, I was so upset. Naveen, like, Prince Naveen from Prince and the Frog, his voice actor was white. Like, he wasn't even a black person, and they almost hired a black person. If I'm remembering correctly, if I'm, like, tripping completely, I'm so sorry, ignore me. But, like... <laughs> They almost hired a black person too, but nah, they went out of their way to undertake that kind of win with hiring a white voice actor. And I'm like, yo, I I know you can't see me right now, but the way my jaw dropped, right? Like it's so upsetting to find out and everything. Exactly what I'm saying. Like you learn this stuff and you go back, you watch these movies, and you're like, what is happening? Like, what is this? It's just really, mm, I hope we can come to a point like where it's normal to see everybody represented on the screen. You know who deserves a shout out, who has been doing their job? Commercials. Because I have not seen a fully white couple with a white baby mm-hmm. on the screen for, for commercials in a long time. And I'm glad because we need a diversity. We can't just see the same couple over and over telling us to buy real estate or to Please. go to Geico for car insurance. Can oh we- my god. I like I like the difference. I'm like yeah. the lizard. The lizard the lizard doesn't count. But you know what I mean. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I definitely agree with you. Like I hope that we can get to a point where like diverse casts are so normal that like it's not even a contingency point to like talk about, you know, because I know when I'm watching something and I'm like, oh wow, you know, this cast is fairly diverse, like I kind of pat the producers on the back, but I hope to get to such a point where it's like expected. So if you didn't do it, it's like, what's wrong with you? You know, like I don't want it to have to be something that I can reward them for. I just want it to be a given. Exactly. It should be expected because it's 2021. People are, there's a bunch of different people around the world, everywhere, and they deserve to be shown. They deserve to be able to go to the movie theater, sit down, watch a movie, see a character that looks like them, that they resonate with, and it not be a stereotype, and it be accurate. Literally. Like, I'm all for having POC and minority characters, and they just happen to be POC and minority. I don't want their central character theme to be whatever they struggle with. I'm tired. I'm tired. I know. I'm a minority. I'm POC. I know what I go through. Okay, so you need to remind me. I just want to look at screen and be like, wow, I look like them. You know, that makes me happy. Like, that's all I want, you know? I feel like if the white writers weren't so busy trying to portray the struggle of being a Black person and they put, they made these characters Black and then they put the same stories that they're giving to these white characters, to the Black characters, like, it's not even that hard. Just be like, oh, they're black we've acknowledged that but we don't need to make every single thing about them about their blackness yeah exactly thank yes, you guys. do you have anything else you wanted to add um i don't think so but thank you so much for having me on again i love talking about these things like any opportunity that conversation with chloe helped bring up a lot of important key points 
that we should consider when it comes to negative cultural tropes and negative stereotypes in the media. I feel like the media and the media we consume is very important because we depend on them to give accurate representations of different groups. And especially in children's shows, when kids are growing up, if they see this kinds of these kinds of things, they're going to assume that everything is like that and it promotes the negative stereotypes. And it, if negative representation and inaccurate representations molds the minds of the of children because children are impressionable it's going to promote the negative stereotypes and that's what they're going to think is true when it's not because stereotypes are stereotypes in some cases they can be true because they're stereotypes for a reason i feel like but at the same time they're not always the case and we're tired of hollywood repeating the same things when that is definitely not the case one of my other friends that i was discussing these kinds of things with we were discussing the movie soul so I'm going to allow him to take it away. He was talking about a specific instance, a specific instance, and he got in a specific argument about how Soul wasn't about being black, but the same negative trope was still portrayed. I'll let him take it away. So he was talking about how these negative stereotypes like don't matter since the movie wasn't about being black. It doesn't matter if there's negative stereotypes and negative tropes being portrayed in the movie right that was his defense mm-hmm. saying that it didn't really matter because the message was not about being black the message was about like living like the human condition right mm-hmm. but but if i took that away if i used something else as an example you would say that that's very harmful right like that's mm-hmm. like saying that just because a movie about women isn't i'm mean, a movie that's just a movie like Transformers or something is not necessarily about women. Them having Megan Fox be constantly sexualized and literally not even have a role other than wearing literally booty shorts that are literally in her crotch, wearing Daisy Dukes and a bra the whole movie. Like that's her whole entire character. You're saying that that's not hurtful to women? Like it obviously is hurtful. Mm-hmm. It's happened a lot. Women are like barely even portrayed. Well, now they are. But before, not even that long ago, women were like only portrayed as sexual objects in movies. And you're saying that something like that isn't bad. It's the same thing, literally the same thing. Minorities aren't being portrayed in a way that they should be. And I'm calling it out, even though the movie is not necessarily about being a minority. Like that movie is literally about fighting cars, big fighting robot cars. But that doesn't mean that it can't be hurtful to minorities. And then also Disney has a long track record of being disrespectful, being racist and setting harmful ideologies specifically towards the Jewish community, which he is a part of, which is why I was confused Mm -hmm. because... The Jewish community is literally like Disney's biggest victim. Like it is literally such a big joke that Disney hates Jewish people. And they always have, like they literally hate them so much. Like there is this, um, if you look back at the original, like, okay, if you go on Disney plus right now, you can like look at all the old cartoons, right? And then most of them, it'll be like an animal running away from another animal, right? But in the original versions of those, which were released in the late thirties and early forties, it wasn't an animal running away from an animal. It was usually a small animal or a small person running away from this ugly, horrendous caricature of what a Jewish person stereotypically looks like with a big nose and all of the yeah. Jewish features. And so, yeah, like if you literally look it up, there's like videos of like wolves chasing people and all that sort of stuff. But the wolf was originally a Jewish person that was edited so that it's less problematic so that they could yeah. put it on TV now. But, like, literally, and that's not even, like, the tip of the iceberg, because it's in all of their movies. Like, Mother Gothel is also literally a Jewish woman. 
Yes, so, if you look at a lot of the Disney, the like the Disney villains, they have Jewish features. Like every single okay. one, like without fail, like almost every single one, like literally Captain Hook, um, the Evil Queen, the first mm-hmm. Disney villain, Maleficent also has Jewish features. They all have Jewish features, and a lot of them have Jewish. Well, not Jewish, but stereotypically and harmful Jewish um, tropes of, like, being greedy, being evil, mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. So even though it's not necessarily about these things, like, even though the movie Snow White is not about being Jewish and the struggle of being Jewish, I, that does not mean that I want them to portray Jewish people in a bad light. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I feel like that's definitely a topic that should be talked about because I was talking, because all we did was say that there's this thing where like they turn black people into animals for the entire movie or the only time that there are black people, they're animals. Also, Lion King is like literally dirty for that too because that's mm-hmm. an African movie. Like that could technically be the first black Disney princess if you think about it. Because Nala, I mean, Nala, she ends up being queen. But I mean, if you think about it, she kind of is. She kind of is, but at the same time, she's a lion. So I guess it doesn't count. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely think it's weird. Also, I feel like he would definitely be one of those people who's like, well, they're making Ariel black. Like, why can't we make other characters white? Why can't we blah, 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 blah? That's there. It's hypocritical to make Ariel white when you guys, I meant to make Ariel black when you guys want more representation. They're taking representation away from white people. And to that, I say that's really weird. They don't weird need representation. They don't They're need any more representation. <laughs> they don't need any more. There's literally so many examples of them being represented in media. Actually, they're like the only people represented in media for like the longest time. They literally have played <laughs> roles of Black people, of Hispanic people, of Native American people, of yeah. Mexican people, of um, of Asian people. Literally, and it's not even like it happened a long time ago. Scarlett Johansson just played an Asian woman in a movie the other day. And she plays wow. Asian people in movies a lot. Like, it's really weird. So I just think that that is very, it's a very weird statement to be like, white people are not being represented. You all literally steal roles from people every day. And then also people are like, well, Ariel is supposed to be Dutch. It's supposed to be set in in Denmark or whatever. And to that, all I have to say is to that, have you ever watched The Little Mermaid? I want you to know, I want you to tell me if you've ever watched The Little Mermaid and tell me if that is set in Denmark. I have watched that movie approximately 100,000 times because it was my favorite Disney movie. It was my favorite movie, period, growing up. And I have watched that movie a billion, 100,000 times. And that movie is set in the Caribbean. That movie is literally set in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. They have palm trees. The architecture is Caribbean. Sebastian is literally Jamaican. Everything about this movie is in the Caribbean, except for the fact that the clothes are set and I mean, like, yeah, they're portraying it, but it looks like everything's set in Denmark, I guess, barely. But it's really not. Also, the fashion is not from Denmark. Nothing is from Denmark in that movie at all. The only they thing to make that it looks look remotely people, like Dan- really Dutch, whatever, it's probably because that they're white. That's that's it. That's, that's it. I'm just like, if y'all want to, if y'all want to talk about historical accuracy, if that's what you guys are trying to talk about, then I'm a little bit confused because. Where is the historical accuracy anywhere here? Also, like, nobody in the... No Dutch people have black hair and green eyes like Eric does. Or mm-hmm. or red hair and whatever colored eyes like Ariel does. Also, Ariel... Yeah, that's, like, blue. Hmm? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think race exists under the ocean. 
I don't think it really matters. Yeah, probably not. It's just like fishness or not fish. Yeah. Fish or plant. Pick one. (laughs) That's the discrimination in the movie, if you're a fish or not. Also, people are like, what if we made Tiana white? Okay, well, Tiana being black is like the story. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Like, Tiana being white is like the reason that she's poor and has to work hard. And also, she lives in New Orleans. And she's like, the movie about voodoo, which is like a Haitian... New Orleans Creole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be weird if she was white. Also, she's the only black Disney princess. So that's like making all of the Disney princesses black and not leaving any white. Then that would be weird. <laughs> but yeah. we're just trying to take one. Please give us this one. <laughs> and that would be like, okay, like we're not going to make Princess Jasmine black because she also matters because that's also a community that's not represented. Like, Jasmine obviously needs to be something. (laughs) Like, Princess Jasmine could be literally any ethnicity but, like, white and black. As long as it's Asian, then it's okay. Mm -hmm. The story of Aladdin comes from, like, China, then it moved to India, then it moved to the Middle East. That story has been all over the place. So, yeah. And even with her casting, there was controversy because she's, like, Indian and English or something. And people were like, she's not Arabic. Well, I don't know what to say about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that one. But um, Or like Mulan. It would be actually, don't get me, I don't want to talk about that movie. But they could not have made Mulan anything else other than Chinese because it's a Chinese story. Yeah. But, yeah. Also, that story is literally so... Anyway, no comment. <laughs> that movie is so trash. Me and Eddie's conversation basically focused mostly on Disney, but he also brought up a lot of key points and important points that has to do with representation, especially in Disney movies and just media in general. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed recording it, and I feel like a lot of us could learn from this these types of conversations. Mm-hmm.